the volume. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. The Colin Cowherd Podcast brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel, more ways to win. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to the Wednesday morning podcast. Uh, We're going to bring on a really interesting guy, Mark Tressman. He's been nicknamed the quarterback whisperer. Uh, He started as a quarterback coach for Howard Schnellenberger, the Miami Hurricanes, years ago. Two-time CFL coach of the year. He was a coordinator for the Niners, Browns, Cardinals, Ravens, Raiders during their last Super Bowl run when Rich Gannon won MVP. And we're going to go through all the quarterbacks and what the world in which he views them. Now, the number one story right now is Urban Meyer, who is reeling with the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I was watching an old piece of tape on the late comedian Don Rickles about a month ago. And Rickles was on a show with Bob Costas called Later with Bob Costas, some of his best work. And Rickles was a very legendarily acerbic comedian. And he told Bob that even during bad sets, never let the audience know that it's a bad night. You don't want to lose leverage with the audience and and show weakness. That's when hecklers take over the night. And that's why what Urban Meyer did and the optics right now are so bad. Players now have leverage over Urban Meyer. You can lose games. You cannot lose the locker room. And I talked to Mike Silver, longtime NFL reporter today, and I said, 50-50, locker room, where's it at? 
And he told me he thought Urban had lost at least half the locker room. Didn't fly home with a team, which is very rare. Don't believe any media person who defends that. It's very rare, especially after a loss, a close loss. You want to fly back and be with the guys. Uh, Then when this story surfaced, Urban canceled the team meeting, met with units individually. He didn't want to meet with all the players at once. Many players thought uh, he was not honest in acknowledging who the woman was. And I don't care about his personal life. But I hear this a lot from, you know, Buckeye fans and Urban Meyer fans. And I know Urban and I like him. But people say it's a common thing. Guys do. They flirt after a couple cocktails. Listen, if you work at Home Depot or Applebee's, yeah, and nobody sees it, this is Urban Meyer, a $10 million a year coach. And now the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Shad Khan, is embarrassed and humiliated because he took a huge risk on hiring Urban Meyer. He got a lot of pushback that Mr. College Football could not handle the NFL and was not equipped to coach at the NFL level. He had real doubters. And now Shad Khan, after a series of events, looks like he whiffed. And it's not one event. There was the comment, it's like playing Alabama every week. NFL coaches rolled their eyes at that. It's trying to hire the trainer from Iowa who had all sorts of baggage. Terrible look. It is saying he would cut players if they didn't get the vaccine. The NFLPA had to step in. That was an embarrassing look. Right now, it looks like he just doesn't understand the way the NFL works. And again, this lands directly on the doorstep of the billionaire owner of the Jags who took a big risk hiring him. There's the Tebow situation. That looks silly. Tebow was the least capable tight end on a team with bad tight ends. All of this puts the owner's judgment in doubt. So Urban's in some trouble here. And, you know, let's be honest about this. It's just bad optics. And let let me explain that. There was an article in the New York Times a while back about the word optics. And it became a buzzword. Everybody describes things now, how things look to the general public. Now, before the 80s, you never heard the term optics. Then it started to become a term political strategists used to discuss moments that don't really have clear consequences, except for the fact they just look bad or they look good. Howard Dean famously, Iowa caucus 2004, yelled a speech after losing. A lot of people said bad optics, weird. Suddenly he was out of the picture. He didn't do really anything wrong. It just looked really strange. And with social media now, everything is optics. Everyone can take a nine second video and put it out there. People don't care about context. It's just bad optics. It's not illegal. Right. But NFL owners don't care about illegal. There's an argument to be made. I was told by a source I trust that if the Titans humiliated the Jags this weekend and they can't reel this locker room back in and again, goes back to the Don Rickles story. You don't want to show weakness to a group of 55 alpha males. Urban is a guy who's really hard on players. He's really tough. And if they can sense weakness, some of these players will split off. Fissures are created and Urban's in big trouble. So they are paying you $10 million a year to stay at home, live for football, hang out with your family and not hang out at bars. That's why you make $10 million a year. 
drink at home, hang out with family, and every split second you have, and every second beyond that, you're at the team facility. I always said my question with Urban Meyer was never the football. I've watched the Jags play three of their four games, two of them closely. They've gotten better every game. The football part, I don't worry about. Does he realize this is not college football? You can't, you can't bulldoze your way through decisions. You have an owner. You have NFL press, national media. You have alpha males. You have millionaires. It's not college football. You can't bulldoze your way through the truth. You're going to get called out, and Urban Meyer right now is. So I talk about the word optics. I want to touch on something else. There's another word or term I read about recently called shrinkflation. And this has to do with the current plight of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So your favorite products at a grocery store are probably getting a little smaller. The cereal box, the peanut butter jar, the ice cream pint. The price is remaining the same or even going up. They call that shrinkflation. Sometimes the difference is so small that you, the consumer, only notice it if you put the two products side by side and you see it. They charge you more, you get less. There's also something called shrinkflation in sports, I believe. The athletes who give you less and less each year, but the difference is so subtle that you might only notice if you compare film between now and five years ago. That's Ben Roethlisberger. So the Giants saw it with Eli Manning and they drafted Daniel Jones. The Packers saw it with Aaron Rodgers. Three straight years, gradual decline. They drafted Jordan Love. Well, there was clear, clear shrinkflation from Ben Roethlisberger. And it's the Steelers' job to watch for these very slight gradual declines so you can draft the successor of valuable players at key positions. This falls all on the Steelers. The Packers and the Giants noticed those gradual declines. Pittsburgh either didn't or did and would not acknowledge them. Okay, there are two ways to succeed in the NFL. Pick up players at the right time and move off them at the right time. And so just like your products at a grocery store, you're paid as an NFL executive to see very slight gradual declines in key players. And this is where the Packers and the Giants have gotten it right. Now, we don't know if Jordan Love can play. I do think Daniel Jones, especially this last week against the Saints, I do think he can play. Um, they've got issues. I don't think he's the biggest issue. Maybe a lower ceiling than a Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert. But I think Daniel Jones is not the primary issue. Offensive line is. But when people push back on Big Ben, the best NFL general managers find starters and pro bowlers in the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth round. And those same general managers move off star players when they get to years 9, 10, 11, 12. So the Steelers have nobody to blame but themselves. And similarly, either does Urban Meyer. So let's bring in Mark Tressman, who started as a quarterback coach for not only Howard Schnellenberger, but Jimmy Johnson at Miami, worked with Bernie Kosar and Vinny Testaverde. As I noted earlier, he was the offensive coordinator for a handful of NFL teams, including Rich Gannon and the Raiders during their Super Bowl run, and Gannon was the MVP. Two years coaching the Chicago Bears, two-time CFL Coach of the Year, a three-time Grey Cup champ. And people in the sport uh, have great acknowledgement of what Mark Trestman has done through the years in building 
the confidence of young quarterbacks. Um, as we've talked about on this podcast many times, it is so hard to be a quarterback in the NFL. Um, you know, there is a reason why uh, many of the same quarterbacks over the last 15 years have ended up in the conference championships. This is uh, yeoman work. It is intellectually, physically, emotionally draining. And Mark is joining us. So, Mark, I'm going to run through the quarterbacks. I'm going to state my audience knows this, my concerns, and then I'm just going to let you go on each of them. And I want to start with Zach Wilson. And my initial interpretation of Zach was a little small, um, sometimes played the position, a little bit of a show off, excellent arm, good movement. Uh, I do worry about at times, um, this is a strange word to use, but his humility playing the position, that football you are carrying a three to four billion dollar franchise. Sometimes he was a little loose, in my opinion. Um, and the great ones, the Russell Wilsons, the Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers, we're seeing this with Justin Herbert. The great ones are not loose with the football. They understand the value of every possession. So my criticism is he's a little loose. Let's start with your reaction to that and what you see when you see the Jet Sack Wilson. Oh, I can I can leave the show right now because you've hit on a lot of the a lot of the <laughs> But, uh, you know, the one thing I'll say about all of the before I get on on Zach and I'll, I'll jump right to him, I think what's where quarterback, the reason why quarterbacks have shown a little bit of light the last week or so is the play callers have actually gotten better. And you're right. You're talking about the most complex, most dynamic, uh, most amazing position in all of sports. So you, you hit it right. And uh, uh, very few can do it. That's why they get paid so much. So let me let me let me go to go to Zach first. Um, although Zach won this game, he was the winning quarterback in the last game. I certainly don't think he's ready to be anointed. Um, I do respect from the last four weeks his toughness and his resiliency, and he has shown some big playability. But you're exactly right. Um, over the time, he's shown uh, the ability not to manage games very well and understanding of situational football. Uh, he's all he's he, in all four games. He looked to, to make the home run and to hit the home run first. Even in this last game, he threw up a couple 50 50 balls that could have gone either way that got him a lot of yards. Uh, reckless with the football over the first three weeks, for sure. His drop back fundamentals are extremely sloppy and inconsistent. He overdropped the first two weeks. He was overdropping his protection at 10 and a half to 12 yards. And he really didn't show the athleticism that I expected to see. Um, I didn't look at him in college, but I had heard about his athleticism. And I would just call it sufficient, kind of really in the Mac Jones, maybe slightly better than Mac Jones, but um, just sufficient escapability, but not being very accurate throwing on the run consistently. Um, some of the things that hurt him over the first few weeks, his protection was horrendous. Um, he took a bunch of hits, which goes to his resiliency and his toughness. Um, but the protection was loose inside and he was taking a lot of hits. Secondly, his receiver's technique. Um, I'm not going to even go to their ability. Their depths, their techniques had gotten to improve. And the five interceptions that he'd thrown up to last week were a result of all of those things. But the things he can control, the looseness with the ball, recklessly throwing and not understanding the importance 
of being efficient. The number one job of a quarterback, I miss everything. And I learned this from Steve Young is to protect the protect the football. Right. And you protect it on the snap, on the way to the on the way to the back, in the confines of the pocket with location of throw and exiting the pocket. And he just did not do a very good job uh, in those areas. So frankly, although they won, inconsistent drops. You know, one of the things that hurts his accuracy, the best quarterbacks, the tip of the ball's in the V of the neck when they get to the top of the drop because it minimizes inaccurate throws. So if you look at all the greats, you know, they all have the tip of the ball because the, the, the arm motion is, is minimized and there's, there's less time for inaccuracy. He forced the ball in the movement game instead of taking the flat. I mean, over the last four weeks, Mike LaFleur has given him some candy store completions. Just kick the ball in the flat, you know, and get yourself a completion and he's forcing the ball down the field in the movements. I graded him this week of the first 10 throws. I gave him one plus. But on the other side of it, he has shown, and he'll tease us, as you well know, with the great through, made some excellent throws and overcame a lot of hits. Um, he had a chance to throw a corner off for a touchdown in the red zone last week. And the greats would have back shouldered that throw because the defender was playing the quarterback underneath. He would have stopped him with the throw and just really kind of hoped it, hoped it, you know, in there. So all that being said, and I know I'm, I'm riffing on here and I apologize for that, but, you know, it's exciting to talk about quarterbacks. There is a light at the tunnel, um, but there's not enough tape to annoy him or tell you that he's the guy right now because there's so much inconsistency. He's got to go back. You know, you know, I've heard, well, he watches a lot of Aaron Rodgers tape. Well, he's not Aaron Rodgers. And if he continues to be, you know, loses humility with that ball in his hand, he's going to hurt his football team. So he's got to listen to his coaches, number one. He's got to take the candy store completions. He's got to respect the ball, you know, and he's like, like with a lot of these young quarterbacks early on, the coaches thought they needed this quarterback to win the game. Right now, we need Zach Wilson not to lose the game. Now, other quarterbacks are in a better position to do that because they have better personnel around them. But Zach's got to lighten it up a little bit and light, lighten up a little bit and just start becoming more efficient. And then we'll see if he's got any it factor because it does. There is a light that says this kid does have some it factor, but he needs to be more disciplined. Fury and Wilder are back in the ring Saturday to compete their epic trilogy. And FanDuel Sportsbook is giving new customers exclusive 30 to 1 odds on either fighter to win. That's right. Perfect time. A shot at FanDuel. You can win 150 bucks in a $5 bet. I am going to take Wilder in a decision. I think he was humiliated by the last fight. And just like in football betting, he's a very competent heavyweight with a punch and a chin. So I'm taking Wilder in a decision, unanimous decision to beat Tyson Fury. With FanDuel in your corner, always get exclusive odds boosts, great prom promotions, and so much more. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up with the promo code Colin to get in on the action. The promo code is Colin, C-O-L-I-N. 
21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay. Authenticity. Guarantee. You'll feel it. Because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's a head-turning pair for hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after, when you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert. Sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay authenticity guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. So when you finally step into those grill kicks, you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other. And with eBay authenticity guarantee, the feeling of real is always within reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for times. Let's transition to Mac Jones, who is very accurate. Uh, you could see him getting the Patriots in and out of uh, plays. Um, you know, Nick Saban's got an NFL background as well. He and Belichick coached together in Cleveland and his job in Miami. So and he has hired NFL level coordinators. So Mac's running a pro system largely. 
Uh, I thought he was very efficient. Um, I don't see him with much escapability. Uh, I think he's fairly low ceiling. His arm's okay. Certainly, in your words, sufficient. Um, I guess my concern with him is New England has not shown an ability or an affinity to, uh, over the last four to five years, draft really high-end skill players. O-line, D-line, linebackers, secondary, they've been very good at that. Uh, It is a a mostly... um, uh, I, I would say average set of tight end and receiving talent. And I believe that Mac needs a certain level of player to elevate him uh, in that space. So I thought his game was very efficient. What I worry about Mac Jones coach is that because his, because his ceiling's lower, he will realize his ceiling more quickly than a Josh Allen or a Kyler. He may realize it by week 13 but it could fool people into believing there's another level. And I'm just not sure there is with him. Yeah, Colin, I, I, it would be hard for me to disagree. I mean, Mac Jones is exactly who they thought he would be. Right. He's playing exactly the way Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniel knew he would. He's got tremendous ability to control the line of scrimmage, command the line of scrimmage prior to the, prior to the snap. He's got tremendous elite functional intelligence. He plays with a quiet mind. His footwork is so disciplined as a, you know, if you compare it right now to Zach Wilson, his drops under the gun in the center, his ball handling is excellent. He's got control. He played in a white, with a white football the other night. It really did seem to bother him. And Josh did a good job of, of calling plays accordingly. He plays within himself. He reads through his progressions. He kicks yeah. out flare controls. He takes care of the football. I mean, even the, the interception he threw really wasn't his fault the other day. He's extremely accurate. And he's, he's exactly the guy they showed on tape. And in my mind, on Monday night, there's, not, there's really nothing that you see that you didn't see at Alabama. Now, um, Josh McDaniels trusts him with the ball. He throw, he'll, He's not afraid to throw the ball in first, second, or third down anytime yes. he gun um, because he trusts him to protect it. And that's really that's really something that a, a coordinator, man, when you can call anything and know he's he's going to protect the coordinator's call by making sure that ball is, is protected. Um, but I think the Patriots, here's the two things I think to close out on this. The Patriots found a quarterback who plays the position the way the Patriots want him to play. He plays it just like now. But I'm not saying, uh, please, that he's not Tom Brady, and it's arguable he never will be. But he plays the game that way. See, the question I have: Will he match up against Josh Allen for the next ten years? Because that's the issue, and (laughs) the only way Bill Belichick can do that is he's got to play continuity football. And then we're going to find out over the weeks to come. And this is what we don't know yet, because Mac Jones won so many games and not a lot of close games, is does he have the it factor to win the game in the fourth quarter? And we won't know that for a while uh, as they build a team around him. But if you're a coordinator calling plays, Josh Josh McDaniels knew exactly what they were getting. And what they're getting is exactly what they saw on tape. And not every... Coach can say that about his rookie quarterback. Let's pivot now to Justin Fields. Um, you know, Ohio State doesn't have this great lineage in history of putting guys in the NFL at quarterback. Some of that is because the Buckeyes generally have much better personnel than the rest of their conference. 
you know, you can run a drag route, give it to Paris Campbell. He's off to the races running past Purdue. And, you know, and the stats for the quarterback are, um, you know, through the roof. Um, there's a lot to like about Justin Fields. In 2021, he moves very well. He certainly has a capable, I'm not sure if it's a plus arm, but he's a capable player. Um, what I am noticing, he's holding the ball too long. I mean, he's probably having difficulty reading these NFL defenses. That's what it feels like to me. My interpretation is he's just holding the ball too long. There's a little confusion. Um, what do you see? What do you like? What are you noticing? Okay, so, you know, the first couple of games he played, it was a disaster. It was right. a disaster because he got the heck beat out of him. You know, he really didn't get a chance. I don't remember who it was. I think it was the previous week, even to my recollection. But let me just tell you where I think he is. After 18 passes, a new play caller last week. Um, I was somewhat impressed with him. And I wasn't impressed with him as a college player, quite frankly. Um, I just I, I just got concerned it's about, his, about his ability to translate to the NFL. And there's some coaches who think absolutely opposite. That's the 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 price we pay when we decide to put our, you know, sign off on a quarterback. But I was somewhat impressed with him on Sunday. Thought the play selection by Bill Lazor was really good. They ran the football. They they tried to do what I think most coordinators should do with first-year quarterbacks is run the ball, get him under center a little bit more, move him and play action him with protection yeah. so he doesn't have yeah. to worry about hots. Right. So I thought the play selection over, he only threw four passes in the first quarter and two were explosive throws. I mean, big time, you know, NFL explosive throws and they were accurate. He's got tremendous quickness. You know, the only two runs he had were victory plays, taking a knee. So we didn't even see his explosiveness to make plays and extend plays, which we know he has. Um, I saw a little more upside in him than I've seen in Zach over four weeks in those 18 passes. There's just, more there. Um, I thought he managed the line of scrimmage well. Um, he was decisive. Again, he got some candy store completions too by Bill Lazor to get, let him, but he also, Bill Lazor took some shots and he made some plays with his arm up the edge and down the middle. Um, but here's the, the downside is he isn't protection conscious yet. There's free rushers coming at him. Now you can help him. You don't have to five and six man protect. You can seven man protect and nobody, you know, seven and eight man protection is not a panacea to get protection, but it helps eliminate hots and free rushers to the quarterback and be more concerned with what's going on in the third level uh, with, with the, with the pattern. So um, I, I think there's a little light on Justin Field. I want to see a little bit more. And I, I will say this, Juan Castillo has done a much better job with the protection over the last two weeks because they were flawed a couple of weeks ago. And he had a chance, um, a little more like, like Trevor has had, and even Zach had this week. Zach had a chance to complete some throwing motions this week and was able to you know, find himself some more completions, some more yards. He was still a little bit... Uh, too loose with the ball, and back to Justin. Um, there's there's some light there for him. Well, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, there's no doubt he should play in my mind. Um, you draft these guys this high to play, and it's the coach's job to put them in a position to have some success and get them ready to win championships down the road. So that's where I see Justin. A little more and more light than you would have seen a couple of weeks ago where he really didn't have a chance to show what he could do. Yeah. Okay, we go to Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he's made a couple of throws uh, that vindicate his number one pick. Um, he's a big, strapping, mobile kid. They're running him more than I would prefer. 
Uh, Urban Meyer got a lot of heat for dra- drafting Travis ATN. But I think what Urban was trying to do is get a two running back system, which, by the way, you can see it with the Cowboys, Zeke and Tony Pollard, two running backs. Uh, Dalvin Cook, I love him, but he's hurt a lot. Christian McCaffrey, I love him. He's hurt a lot. So I, I see what Urban did. He drafted a blocking tight end from Ohio State. He wanted Travis ATN and Robinson, and he wanted to limit tra- uh, Trevor Lawrence to 30 throws, not 40. He wanted this to be a very much a power offense. It looked like to me, and then Travis ATN gets hurt, and now everybody questions the judgment and the draft pick. But he's made some a couple of really special throws. I think he's a remarkable talent. Um when you watch him, is his protection good? Um, does he have much to work with? Do you like the scheming with him? Yeah, um, uh, I, I think you're 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 on it again. I think in the first two weeks, it was really clear that Daryl Daryl Bevel, you know, and Brian Shad, who I, I respect as really good play callers and coaches. I mean, he's got two of the best guys. They were calling plays as if he was, you know, Joe Namath. I mean, it's just. It, as if they had, they couldn't win without him, and they put him in some real precarious. They were just asking wow. way too much, and I think you see, you know, the, chronologically how that has changed over the last couple weeks. Because in the first few weeks, very poor decisions. That I mean, they were Zach Wilson like, you know, trying to get the home runs, five early interceptions. Most more of his interceptions were poor actually than Zach's were to some degree. Uh, during that time, he was careless with the ball. He was forcing his interceptions reckless. I mean, it's a repeat from Zach Wilson in the first two or three weeks. But on Thursday, just like you said, you know, now that now you started to see the guy that they drafted. Um, he got they got the ball out of his hands quickly. You know, one of the things I'm seeing coordinators do more this week, you know, just because Kurt Cousins can run all these movements to the left and Mayfield, yeah. can, not everybody can, you know. And, uh, you know, they stopped calling a lot of these moments to the left. That, that, that's putting a, one arm behind a quarterback's back. Not everybody can do it, especially early on. They started calling more movements to the right, which made it easier to deliver the ball. Thought the O-line did a really good job this week against the Bengals, giving him some protection and keeping him clean. And he played with a quiet mind. I mean, I love this guy. This guy's going to be a great player. He's, he's got it always, but he's got to improve his footwork. And there's something I see, and, and we're going to talk about, I think we're going to talk about Justin Herbert in a minute, is when you're 6'6", you have to customize your drops because you're long-legged. And if you take too big a footwork, you're going to be late with throws. Right. And Justin Herbert is elite, and he is textbooked at doing it right. And Zach is way too long, and he's not as tall, but he's way too long and very inconsistent with his drops. Justin is very quick with his job. Mac is 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 textbook. Mac Jones is textbook, but he's got to work and really organize his drops to fit route depths and route structure. And uh, what I found with with the shotgun, every quarterback's a little bit different, and they have to have drop a language of drops which customizes the drops to the type of throws that they're making. And you see a lot of the young guys, they're late with the quick game because their first step is so big. And the ball isn't out when it should be, and the receivers are waiting on the ball. He also knew, just kind of a couple last couple things, like you said, in the third quarter, his arm talent under pressure 
you know, that throw you're talking about, he had a guy right in his face. Yeah. And he stood in there and finished the throw and took a shot, right? He could exponentially grow like Herbert has in his second year. Herbert had a little more talent around him in his first year, I think, than Justin, than Trevor does. But he could exponentially grow over the next couple of years like Josh Allen and Brian Dable uh, and, and his staff has done with Josh Allen. So in summary there, tremendous upside, great poise, and he can run. There's no doubt about it, but he, he doesn't run like some of the runners do. You know, he's got to be able to protect. And he's, he's such a big man that, you know, they, you know, they got to protect their investment. There's a time to utilize the ride and decide, so to speak, where or the RPO keeps, you know, in, in crunch time. But I think they got to be careful with a guy with that, that big a body. Finally, of the young guys, the rookies, Davis Mills, the Houston Texans, played yeah. at Stanford, was a fairly coveted recruit, didn't get a ton of work. Um, anything jump out at you? Promising, what do you see? Yeah, um, of all the college quarterbacks that we've, we're talking about today, Davis Mills is the only one I looked at. And I thought he was drafted right around the right time. I think that he showed you know, the ability to run a pro offense and do it, you know, in a leadership role, toughness, uh, change ball speeds, everything. But, but the other day was a complete disaster. I mean, he had a chance to throw a touchdown pass in fourth and three on a roll pass and should have made the throw. Uh, and that's just a gimme for an NFL quarterback. He was late on a boot. The play action pass was a poor route, but the corner was playing inside and it was ill-advised throw. And then the second pick was an overthrow. So, and it was wet weather. And it was it was Leslie Frazier's defense, and it was a lot of lot of bad stuff, and it didn't start well. So um, I don't think we should read a lot into Davis Mills. The week before, you know, on national TV, they were talking about his poise and playing under control, and that's more the guy that I saw in college. So um, you know, I mean, you know, everybody, you know, we want to see Deshaun Watson playing for the Texans and everything to be be rolling there you know, with David Culley, but uh, I'm not willing to close the door on Davis Mills after this game, but it was a, it was a entirely poor for performance and he didn't give the organization idea that he was, he was ready to play full time. So I want to move to uh, a topic. Um, and I've said this, that, you know, I work in an industry where opinions, if they're, if they vary from kind of your usual opinions, they're viewed as hot takes. And uh, Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes now play both in the AFC West. Herbert's a bigger athlete. He was a better college winning quarterback. Uh, Herbert is a 4-2 biology major and, in fact, was a tutor with other students. So we know he's a really bright guy. Uh, he has very little, if any, injury history. Big, strong, moves well, huge arm. Uh, and he has a certain humility he plays with that he understands the value of the football. He has now had six, three touchdowns, zero interception games in 19 starts. The other thing is that he did not inherit Travis Kelsey or Andy Reid or Tyreek Hill or Sammy Watkins. He inherited a fairly pedestrian offense and a terrible offensive line. And actually had remarkable numbers. I am not here today to say that Justin Herbert is better than Patrick Mahomes. But the gap to me, Mark, 
does not appear to be huge. I think Herbert, when you consider the circumstances that he inherited, it is fairly remarkable the level of production so far. And just your thoughts on those two and what you see with Herbert. Yeah, I mean, you bring up some great points. Um, You know, let's just go back and start with Mahomes because he's such a unique player. I mean, he is. He's the Houdini of the NFL. He's got the ability to create, make plays with awkward throws, uh, extend plays. And and what I think is important to note here, he's not and he cannot be an easy guy to coach if you're into discipline and structure like Mike Kafka is and Eric Bieniemy is and Andy Reid is. But there's a nuance to coaching Mahomes, and these guys have figured it out. They don't corral him with the discipline that Herbert plays with because he's got the ability to get the job done with an uncanny ability to protect the football. I mean, he's been responsible. I've looked at all his interceptions. I think there's been four the whole season, but only really two have been on him. But through his, his, what is it, three or four years now, an uncanny ability to protect the football. And I just think there's a nuance to how he's being coached to allow him to be the creative player and dynamic player that is, is really impressive to me because it's not easy when you want structure, discipline, drops, and things like that, and it doesn't kind of look the way you think it should look to be able to coach him and let him play as freely as they do. So I just give them so much credit. It's not as easy as it looks from a coaching perspective. Um, Justin Herbert is as elite as it gets. I mean, he is the guy everybody wants to, would, would, he is the dream quarterback to coach. Cool, customer poised. He does everything right in the pocket. If I've always felt you could grade a quarterback from the waist to the toes, and you knew you would know exactly what's coming down. He is a beauty to watch. I mean, <laughs> it is just, it's just, it's just the highest level of playing the position that I don't know that we've seen in a long time at such wow. a young age. Um, I spoke to Joe Lombardi this morning, his coordinator. You know, Joe spent, you know, he was over a decade with, with Sean as a quarterback coach in New Orleans. And I watched the tape and it was breathtaking, breathtaking, Colin, to watch the tape. And I, and I texted Joe and he texted me back. I said, what, what a, you've done such a great job with him. And you know what Joe did? And I, this is just a, a digression. All he could do was give credit to the quarterback coach, Shane Day. He didn't give himself one bit of credit, but yet he's calling those plays and it's the, it's the New Orleans offense. It's simple. It's concise. It's clean. And it makes it really easy on the quarterback and the offensive line. I'm not familiar with what they've done personnel wise. Justin took a couple of hits last night, like everybody does, but that pocket was clean early. And when the pocket's clean early, quarterbacks can succeed. If they get hit early, there's a residual effect. He's accurate in the pocket. He, he plays with a quiet mind. As you said, explosive arm strength. And he doesn't have, you know, he's got a unique kind of athleticism. He can find, he can move in the pocket, find the quiet area. He really didn't have to extend a play or run last night, but he's not, he's certainly not Kyler or Lamar. He's not even Mayfield or Tannehill or Josh Allen 
or, J- or Jalen Hurts or Russell. He doesn't have that kind of athleticism. But I got to tell you, textbook wise, he's as good as any of them. And it's really he has mastered the pocket with footwork. I mean, Bill Walsh would be smiling in his grave right now because that's <laughs> what it looked like years ago. I mean, it's changed and that's OK, but that's what it looked like. And uh, it's a, it's just a pleasure to watch. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. You'll know when you get it. It'll say eBay. Authenticity. Guarantee. You'll feel it. Because when it comes to your feet, eBay has your back. Maybe it's a head-turning pair for hooping or a hot new collab. Whatever you're after, when you cop on eBay, you can trust that your kicks will be checked by experts, not just any expert, sneaker experts who live and breathe the culture. Real people with real hands-on authentication experience. That's when Blue Checkmark represents on our listing. eBay authenticity guarantee, meaning every inch, stitch, sole, logo is verified authentic through a detail inspection so when you finally step into those grill kicks you'll realize the feeling is unlike any other and with ebay authenticity guarantee the feeling of real is always within reach ensure your next purchase is the real deal visit ebay.com for times two final questions john gruden um i like john i think the i think he's important for the league he's iconic he's outspoken um I like smart offensive coaches. They have been, to me, the surprise in the league. Gus Bradley has elevated their defense and their pass rush specifically. When you watch the schemes of the Raiders and Gruden, my concern, Mark, was always not his passion or his lack of aptitude. It was leaving the NFL for 10 years is like leaving Silicon Valley. It's so fluid and ever-changing. Would he be uh, outdated? 
Uh, I mean, this 10 years out of the NFL, it doesn't even look the same on television. I mean, good God, 10 years ago, we huddled. <laughs> so um, what are you seeing with the Raiders, like or don't like? Yeah, you know, I, I can only say I've known John for 25 years when we were both coordinators. He was in Philadelphia and, and I was in, in San Francisco. And we used to talk a lot in the offseason at the Combine and exchange ideas. You know, he was out for 10 years, but he watched every bit of tape that and more probably than any coach. And 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 he's got coaches on his staff that have been in the league a long time. Um, you know, I think he's done some great thing with Derek Carr. I mean, I think that, you know, offensively, Derek, you know, Derek Carr is, is and I didn't see his side of the ball last night. I didn't watch that. I just watched Justin this morning and I didn't I didn't stay for the game last night. But I think he's done a great job with Derek Carr. I think they've shown some explosiveness. Gus Bradley. You know, I think is a is a just brings great added value because John is going to focus on offense and he can leave it to Gus and Gus will get it done. So um, it's only four weeks. They're what they're three and one now, is that right? And uh, I, I just think I I think there's more coming, but I don't think John is outdated as a coach. Um, I think he understands the Generation Z. You know, Generation Z isn't really Generation Z; they're Generation Y, W H Y. And uh, I think John can get up in front of a room and explain to his team why they're doing what they're doing. Has there been a quarterback that we haven't discussed or perhaps we have, but I doubt it because I'm going to ask you, uh, is there a quarterback you've seen so far that has jumped out to you uh, specifically? Somebody, you yeah, know, there's yeah. we, we um, you, know, you know, Aaron Rodgers throws the best back shoulder throw in the league and he's been doing it for years. Um, we also know Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, by the way, is, I, I think he's taking steps. You could probably break that down, but is there a quarterback, an individual that you look at and has really jumped out to you? Yeah. The, the wow factor for me is Kyler Murray. I mean, they've done, they're, they're running a very simple offense. He is a really good drop back passer. He's got great feet. He is a passer. He's not a flinger. There's a couple guys that are flingers. You know, this guy that ball is tight. Um, it's he's accurate. He's fun to watch. You know, they play. I, I would say their offense has jumped out on me. They might play faster or as fast as any team in the league. In my opinion, they got two running backs. They're physical. Um, I thought, you know, that the, the, the game they played the other day was was team and culture defining. And, and I came out earlier in the year and said in the third year with Cliff. And Kyler, they had to make a move. They are making a move. And Kyler Murray, to me, he's the one quarterback of, of the younger generation that I think is making kind of, you know, Josh, a Josh Allen kind of move uh, in what I think is his third year. Yeah, you know, I said this. He and Russell Wilson, former baseball players, have two things in common. One, they're both excellent sliding to avoid hits. They've, you know, they're baseball players. Lamar Jackson still hasn't figured it out. Uh, secondly, they both have a motion. They throw a beautiful ball, uh, sort of a teardrop ball on deep throws. And I don't think it's a coincidence, Mark. I think their baseball background probably has something to do with both assets. Yeah, I mean, the home's the same way. I mean, there's I, I just love watching Kyler because he they they built some structure around him, but when he extends plays, I mean, I think they're running a an they they've taken three years 
I think the play calling is excellent. They they really focus on the running game with the two running. I think it's Edmonds and Connor. You know, they're focusing on the run game. They're, I mean, that was a really good – that was last year's number one defense they cut up, you know, on Sunday. And uh, they just play so fast, and they play confident. And, and Murray is playing explosively outside the pocket, which you'd expect. But he is very, very good in the pocket in terms of drops, parades, progressions, kicking the ball out, awkward throws. He's a joy to watch. Mark, this was a real pleasure for me. You uh, have such great passion for what you do. And I, I've always said I was a lousy high school quarterback, but I love the game so much. I love watching it. I sit on Sundays and Monday nights and just take notes and I kind of nerd out. And uh, I just love this. This was 30 minutes of me getting smarter. And uh, I love your strong opinions on this stuff. Uh, you have a great passion for it. And I don't know where you'll land or if you want to land anywhere, but this was a real pleasure for me. Yeah, I, I think uh, I feel the same way you do, Colin, about it. You know, when you stand behind a quarterback in practice and you watch him throw, you go, how the hell did he do that? It's just <laughs> amidst all the chaos of what goes on in his face, how he can find a guy on the right mammary gland, you know, from 40 yards through everything that he has to, to look at. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing game. And there is nothing, nothing like being in a quarterback room uh, during the week prior to a game. And uh, I think you, you've, you've given your audience a little bit of an idea through, through your words and your passion what, how important that is. By the way, Carson Wentz and Sam Darnold um, have a style, a DNA that is sort of reckless. Um, the two things I've always questioned whether you can coach a player out of is A, indifference. If they don't love the game, they don't love the game. And B, reckless. You know, if you had brothers roughhousing from the time you were four to 14, uh, it's, it's hard to, have, to, to make you a finesse player. When I watch Wentz and Darnold, I think Matt Rule's doing a good job with Sam to take some of that reckless out. He has designed plays. Um, they are schemed open. These are easier throws for Sam. But in your years of watching quarterbacks, can you coach reckless out of a quarterback? You know, it takes work. And, you know, you can do, I think, I think transformational, you know, you can transform a quarterback. You can. The tape doesn't lie. You know, this is, you know, when you start showing tape of Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees, you know, you can, the, the tape doesn't lie. The visual part of it can knock some sense into a guy, you know, pretty quickly, but you got to get him early. You know, I worry about Zach last week because he thinks he can do next week what he did this week. And if he gets a chance to set in the pocket and his feet are right and complete a throwing motion, he can do it. But if he starts throwing that ball up and I call them hope throws, you know, they may not result the same way they did. Uh, last week and there were a couple ex excellent excellent throws but there were a couple that he got away with that he didn't get away with the prior three weeks and he probably won't in the next two so I'm, I'm hoping that he'll come around because the coaches are giving him a chance to do better mark absolute pleasure thank you so much thanks Colin. all right everybody go to the youtube channel twitter instagram the volume sports rate review subscribe you know the drill we'll talk soon
the volume. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, Start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com.